1 Chronicles chapter 20. In the spring, at the time when kings normally conduct wars, Joab led the army into battle and devastated the lands of the Ammonites. He went and besieged Rabbah, while David stayed in Jerusalem. Joab defeated Rabbah and tore it down. David took the crown from the head of their king and wore it. Its weight was a talent of gold, and it was set with precious stones. He took a large amount of plunder from the city. He removed the city's residents and made them labor with saws, iron picks, and axes. This was his policy with all the Ammonite cities. Then David and all the army returned to Jerusalem. Later, there was a battle with the Philistines in Gezer. At that time, Sibachai, the Hushathite, killed Sippai, one of the descendants of the Rephaim, and the Philistines were subdued. There was another battle with the Philistines, in which Elhanan, son of Jair, the Bethlehemite, killed the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, whose spear had a shaft as big as the crossbeam of a weaver's loom. In a battle in Gath, there was a large man who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He too was a descendant of Repha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, David's brother, killed him. These were the descendants of Repha who lived in Gath. They were killed by the hand of David and his soldiers. First Chronicles chapter 21 An adversary opposed Israel, inciting David to count how many warriors Israel had. David told Joab and the leaders of the army, Go, count the number of warriors from Beersheba to Dan. Then bring back a report to me, so I may know how many we have. Joab replied, May the Lord make his army a hundred times larger. My master, O king, do not all of them serve my master? Why does my master want to do this? Why bring judgment on Israel? But the king's edict stood, despite Joab's objections. So Joab left and traveled throughout Israel before returning to Jerusalem. Joab reported to David the number of warriors. In all Israel, there were 1,100,000 sword-wielding soldiers. Judah alone had 470,000 sword-wielding soldiers. Now, Joab did not number Levi and Benjamin, for the king's edict disgusted him. God was also offended by it, so he attacked Israel. David said to God, I have sinned greatly by doing this. Now please remove the guilt of your servant, for I have acted very foolishly. The Lord told Gad, David's prophet, Go tell David, this is what the Lord says. I am offering you three forms of judgment from which to choose. Pick one of them. Gad went to David and told him, This is what the Lord says. Pick one of these. Three years of famine, or three months being chased by your enemies and struck down by their swords, or three days being struck down by the Lord, during which a plague will invade the land and the angel of the Lord will destroy throughout Israel's territory. Now decide what I should tell the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am very upset. I prefer to be attacked by the Lord, for his mercy is very great. I do not want to be attacked by men. So the Lord sent a plague through Israel, and 70,000 Israelite men died. God sent an angel to ravage Jerusalem. As he was doing so, the Lord watched and relented from his judgment. He told the angel who was destroying, That's enough. Stop now. 
Now the angel of the Lord was standing near the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between the earth and sky, with his sword drawn and in his hand, stretched out over Jerusalem. David and the leaders, covered with sackcloth, threw themselves down with their faces to the ground. David said to God, Was I not the one who decided to number the army? I am the one who sinned and committed this awful deed. As for these sheep, what have they done? O Lord, my God, attack me and my family, but remove the plague from your people. So the angel of the Lord told Gad to instruct David to go up and build an altar for the Lord on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. So David went up as Gad instructed him to do in the name of the Lord. While Ornan was threshing wheat, he turned and saw the messenger, and he and his four sons hid themselves. When David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David. He came out from the threshing floor and bowed to David with his face to the ground. David said to Ornan, Sell me the threshing floor so I can build on it an altar for the Lord. I'll pay top price so that the plague may be removed from the people. Ornan told David, You can have it. My master the king may do what he wants. Look, I am giving you the oxen for burnt sacrifices, the threshing sledges for wood, and the wheat for an offering. I give it all to you. King David replied to Ornan, No, I insist on buying it for top price. I will not offer to the Lord what belongs to you or offer a burnt sacrifice that cost me nothing. So David bought the place from Ornan for six hundred pieces of gold. David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings. He called out to the Lord, and the Lord responded by sending fire from the sky and consuming the burnt sacrifice on the altar. The Lord ordered the messenger to put his sword back into its sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord responded to him at the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite, he sacrificed there. Now the Lord's tabernacle, which Moses had made in the wilderness, and the altar for burnt sacrifices, were at that time at the worship center in Gibeon. But David could not go before it to seek God's will, for he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 22 David then said, This is the place where the temple of the Lord God will be, along with the altar for burnt sacrifices for Israel. David ordered the resident foreigners in the land of Israel to be called together. He appointed some of them to be stonecutters, to chisel stones for the building of God's temple. David supplied a large amount of iron for the nails of the doors of the gates and for braces, more bronze than could be weighed, and more cedar logs than could be counted. The Sidonians and Tyrians had brought a large amount of cedar logs to David. David said, My son Solomon is just an inexperienced young man, and the temple to be built for the Lord must be especially magnificent, so it will become famous and be considered splendid by all the nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for its construction. So David made extensive preparations before he died. He summoned his son Solomon and charged him to build a temple for the Lord God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I really wanted to build a temple to honor the Lord my God. But this was the Lord's message to me. You have spilled a great deal of blood and fought many battles. You must not build a temple to honor me. 
for you have spilled a great deal of blood on the ground before me. Look, you will have a son who will be a peaceful man. I will give him rest from all his enemies on every side. Indeed, Solomon will be his name. I will give Israel peace and quiet during his reign. He will build a temple to honor me. He will become my son, and I will become his father. I will grant to his dynasty permanent rule over Israel. Now, my son, may the Lord be with you. May you succeed and build a temple for the Lord your God, just as he announced you would. Only may the Lord give you insight and understanding when he places you in charge of Israel, so you may obey the law of the Lord your God. Then you will succeed if you carefully obey the rules and regulations which the Lord ordered Moses to give to Israel. Be strong and brave. Don't be afraid and don't panic. Now look, I have made every effort to supply what is needed to build the Lord's temple. I have stored up 100,000 talents of gold, one million talents of silver, and so much bronze and iron it cannot be weighed, as well as wood and stones. Feel free to add more. You also have available many workers, including stonecutters, masons, carpenters, and an innumerable array of workers who are skilled in using gold, silver, bronze, and iron. Get up and begin the work. May the Lord be with you. David ordered all the officials of Israel to support his son Solomon. He told them, The Lord your God is with you. He has made you secure on every side. For he handed over to me the inhabitants of the region, and the region is subdued before the Lord and his people. Now seek the Lord your God wholeheartedly and with your entire being. Get up and build the sanctuary of the Lord God. Then you can bring the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and the holy items dedicated to God's service into the temple that is built to honor the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 23 When David was old and approaching the end of his life, he made his son Solomon king over Israel. David assembled all the leaders of Israel, along with the priests and the Levites. The Levites, who were thirty years old and up, were counted. There were thirty-eight thousand men. David said, Of these, twenty-four thousand are to direct the work of the Lord's temple. Six thousand are to be officials and judges. Four thousand are to be gatekeepers. And four thousand are to praise the Lord with the instruments I supplied for worship. David divided them into groups corresponding to the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The Gershonites included Ladan and Shimei. The sons of Ladan, Jehiel, the oldest, Zetham, and Joel, three in all. The sons of Shimei, Shalomoth, Haziel, and Haran, three in all. These were the leaders of the family of Ladan. The sons of Shimei, Jehath, Zina, Jeush and Beriah. These were Shimei's sons, four in all. Jehath was the oldest, and Ziza the second oldest. Jeush and Beriah did not have many sons, so they were considered one family with one responsibility. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel, four in all. The sons of Amran, Aaron, and Moses. Aaron and his descendants were chosen on a permanent basis to consecrate the most holy items, to offer sacrifices before the Lord, to serve him, and to praise his name. The descendants of Moses, the man of God, were considered Levites. 
the sons of Moses, Gershom and Eleazar, the son of Gershom, Shebuel the oldest. The son of Eleazar was Rehabiah the oldest. Eleazar had no other sons, but Rehabiah had many descendants. The son of Izhar, Shalomith the oldest. The sons of Hebron, Jeriah the oldest, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechamian the fourth. The sons of Uziel, Micah the oldest, and Ishiah the second. The sons of Merari, Mahli and Mushai. The sons of Mahli, Eleazar and Kish. Eleazar died without having sons. He had only daughters. The sons of Kish, their cousins, married them. The sons of Mushai, Mahli, Eder, and Jerimoth, three in all. These were the descendants of Levi, according to their families, that is, the leaders of families, as counted and individually listed, who carried out assigned tasks in the Lord's temple, and were twenty years old and up. For David said, The Lord God of Israel has given his people rest, and has permanently settled in Jerusalem. So the Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle, or any of the items used in its service. According to David's final instructions, the Levites, twenty years old or older, were counted. Their job was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the Lord's temple. They were to take care of the courtyards, the rooms, ceremonial purification of all holy items, and other jobs related to the service of God's temple. They also took care of the bread that is displayed, the flour for offerings, the unleavened wafers, the round cakes, the mixing, and all the measuring. They also stood in a designated place every morning and offered thanks and praise to the Lord. They also did this in the evening, and whenever burnt sacrifices were offered to the Lord on the Sabbath and at new moon festivals and assemblies. A designated number were to serve before the Lord regularly, in accordance with regulations. They were in charge of the meeting tent and the holy place, and helped their relatives, the descendants of Aaron, in the service of the Lord's temple. First Chronicles chapter 24. The divisions of Aaron's descendants were as follows. The sons of Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Nadab and Abihu died before their father did. They had no sons. Eleazar and Ithamar served as priests. David, Zadok, a descendant of Eleazar, and Ahimelech, a descendant of Ithamar, divided them into groups to carry out their assigned responsibilities. The descendants of Eleazar had more leaders than the descendants of Ithamar, so they divided them up accordingly. The descendants of Eleazar had sixteen leaders, while the descendants of Ithamar had eight. They divided them by lots, for there were officials of the holy place, and officials designated by God among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithamar. The scribe Shemaiah, son of Nathanael, a Levite, wrote down their names before the king, the officials Zadok the priest, Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, and the leaders of the priestly and Levite families. One family was drawn by lot from Eleazar, and then the next from Ithamar. The first lot went to Jehoiarib, the second to Jediah, the third to Harim, the fourth to Seirim, the fifth to Malchijah, the sixth to Majamin, the seventh to Hakoz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh from Eliashab, the twelfth to Jacob, the thirteenth to Huppa, the fourteenth to Jeshibiab, the fifteenth to Bilgah, the sixteenth to Immer, the seventeenth to Hezer, 
the 18th to Hapazes, the 19th to Pethahiah, the 20th to Jehezkel, the 21st to Jachin, the 22nd to Gamal, the 23rd to Deliah, the 24th to Meaziah. This was the order in which they carried out their assigned responsibilities when they entered the Lord's temple, according to the regulations given them by their ancestor Aaron, just as the Lord God of Israel had instructed him. The rest of the Levites included Shubael from the sons of Amram, Judea from the sons of Shubael, the firstborn Ishiah from Rehabiah, and the sons of Rehabiah, Shalomoth from the Israelites, Jahath from the sons of Shalomoth, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechameam the fourth, the son of Uziel, Micah, Shamir from the sons of Micah, the brother of Micah, Ishiah, Zechariah from the sons of Ishiah, the sons of Merari, Mahli and Mushai, the son of Jeaziah, Bino, the son of Merari from Jeaziah, Bino, Shoham, Zachar, and Ibri, from Mahli, Eleazar, who had no sons, from Kish, Jeramiel, the sons of Mushai, Mahli, Eder, and Jerimoth. These were the Levites listed by their families. Like their relatives, the descendants of Aaron, they also cast lots before King David, Zadok, Ahimelech, the leaders of families, the priests, and the Levites. The families of the oldest son cast lots along with those of the youngest. First Chronicles chapter 25 David and the army officers selected some of the sons of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun to prophesy as they played stringed instruments and cymbals. The following men were assigned this responsibility. From the sons of Asaph, Zachar, Joseph, Nethaniah, and Asarelah. The sons of Asaph were supervised by Asaph, who prophesied under the king's supervision. From the sons of Jeduthun, Gedaliah, Zerai, Jeshiah, Hashabiah, and Mattathiah, six in all, under supervision of their father Jeduthun, who prophesied as he played a harp, giving thanks and praise to the Lord. From the sons of Heman, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shebuel, Jerimoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliathah, Gidaltai, Romamtiezer, Joshbekashah, Melothai, Hothir, and Mehaziath. All these were the sons of Heman, the king's prophet. God had promised him these sons in order to make him prestigious. God gave Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these were under the supervision of their fathers. They were musicians in the Lord's temple, playing cymbals and stringed instruments as they served in God's temple. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the supervision of the king. They and their relatives, all of them skilled and trained to make music to the Lord, numbered 288. They cast lots to determine their responsibilities, oldest as well as youngest, teacher as well as student. The first lot went to Asaph's son Joseph, and his relatives and sons, twelve in all. The second to Gedaliah and his relatives and sons, twelve in all. The third to Zachar and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The fourth to Israel and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The fifth to Nethaniah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The sixth to Bukiah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The seventh to Jeshurelah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The eighth to Jeshiah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The ninth to Mataniah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. The tenth to Shimei and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. 
the eleventh to Azarel and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twelfth to Hashabiah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the thirteenth to Shubael and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the fourteenth to Mattathiah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the fifteenth to Jeremoth and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the sixteenth to Hananiah and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the seventeenth to Joshbekatha and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the eighteenth to Hanani and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the nineteenth to Malathi and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twentieth to Eliatha and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twenty-first to Hothir and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twenty-second to Gidaltai and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twenty-third to Mehazioth and his sons and relatives, twelve in all, the twenty-fourth to Romamti Ezar and his sons and relatives, twelve in all. First Chronicles chapter 26 The Division of the Gatekeepers From the Korahites, Mishalamiah, son of Korah, one of the sons of Asaph. Mishalamiah's sons, the firstborn Zechariah, the second Jedael, the third Zebediah, the fourth Jathniel, the fifth Elam, the sixth Johanan, and the seventh Elihoanei. Obed-Edom's sons, the firstborn Shemaiah, the second Jehozabad, the third Joah, the fourth Sekar, the fifth Nathanel, the sixth Amiel, the seventh Issachar, and the eighth Peulathai. Indeed, God blessed Obed-Edom. His sons Shemaiah also had sons who were leaders of their families, for they were highly respected. The sons of Shemaiah, Othni, Raphael, Obed, and Elzabad. His relatives, Elihu and Semachiah, were also respected. All these were the descendants of Obed-Edom. They and their sons and relatives were respected men, capable of doing their responsibilities. There were sixty-two of them related to Obed-Edom. Meshelamiah had sons and relatives who were respected eighteen in all. Hosa, one of the descendants of Merari, had sons. The firstborn, Shimri, he was not actually the firstborn, but his father gave him that status. The second, Hilkiah, the third, Tebaliah, and the fourth, Zechariah. All Hosa's sons and relatives numbered thirteen. These divisions of the gatekeepers corresponding to their leaders had assigned responsibilities, like their relatives, as they served in the Lord's temple. They cast lots, both young and old, according to their families, to determine which gate they would be responsible for. The lot for the east gate went to Shemaliah. They then cast lots for his son Zechariah, a wise advisor, and the lot for the north gate went to him. Obed-Edom was assigned the south gate, and his sons were assigned the storehouses. Shuphim and Hassa were assigned the west gate, along with the Shalaketh gate on the upper road. One guard was adjacent to another. Each day there were six Levites posted on the east, four on the north, and four on the south. At the storehouses they were posted in pairs. At the court on the west there were four posted on the road, and two at the court. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers who were descendants of Korah and Merari. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the storehouses in God's temple and the storehouses containing consecrated items. The descendants of Ladan, who were descended from Gershon through Ladan, and were leaders of the families of Ladan the Gershonite, included Jehielai and the sons of Jehielai, Zetham and his brother Joel. They were in charge of the storehouses in the Lord's temple. 
As for the Amramites, Izharites, Hebronites, and Uzielites, Shebuel, son of Gershom, the son of Moses, was the supervisor of the storehouses. His relatives, through Eleazar, included Rehabiah his son, Jeshiah his son, Joram his son, Zikri his son, and Shalomith his son. Shalomith and his relatives were in charge of all the storehouses, containing the consecrated items dedicated by King David. The family leaders, who led units of a thousand and a hundred, and the army officers. They had dedicated some of the plunder taken in battles to be used for repairs on the Lord's temple. They were also in charge of everything dedicated by Samuel the prophet, Saul, son of Kish, Abner, son of Ner, and Joab, son of Zeruiah. Shalomith and his relatives were in charge of everything that had been dedicated. As for the Isharites, Kenaniah and his sons were given responsibilities outside the temple as officers and judges over Israel. As for the Hebronites, Hashabiah and his relatives, 1,700 respected men, were assigned responsibilities in Israel west of the Jordan. They did the Lord's work and the king's service. As for the Hebronites, Jeriah was the leader of the Hebronites according to the genealogical records. In the fortieth year of David's reign, they examined the records and discovered there were highly respected men in Jazer in Gilead. Jeriah had 2,700 relatives who were respected family leaders. King David placed them in charge of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They took care of all matters pertaining to God and the king. First Chronicles chapter 27 What follows is a list of Israelite family leaders and commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, as well as their officers who served the king in various matters. Each division was assigned to serve for one month during the year. Each consisted of 24,000 troops. Jeshobiam, son of Zabdiel, was in charge of the first division, which was assigned the first month. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. He was a descendant of Perez. He was in charge of all the army officers for the first month. Dodai the Ahohite was in charge of the division assigned the second month. Mikloth was the next in rank. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The third army commander, assigned the third month, was Benaiah, son of Jehoiada the priest. He was the leader of his division, which consisted of 24,000 troops. Benaiah was the leader of the 30 warriors and his division. His son was Amizabad. The fourth, assigned the fourth month, was Asahel, brother of Joab. His son, Zebediah, succeeded him. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The fifth, assigned the fifth month, was the commander Shamhath, the Israelite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The sixth, assigned the sixth month, was Ira, son of Ikesh, the Tekoite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The seventh, assigned the seventh month, was Helez, the Pelonite, an Ephraimite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The eighth, assigned the eighth month, was Sibakai, the Hushethite, a Zerahite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The ninth, assigned the ninth month, was Abayazar, the Anathothite, a Benjaminite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The tenth, assigned the tenth month, was Meharai, the Natafathite, a Zerahite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The eleventh, assigned the eleventh month, was Benea, the Pirathonite, an Ephraimite. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. 
The twelfth, assigned the twelfth month, was Heldai, the Natafathite, a descendant of Othniel. His division consisted of 24,000 troops. The officers of the Israelite tribes, Eleazar, son of Zikri, was the leader of the Reubenites. Shephatiah, son of Meachah, led the Simeonites. Hashabiah, son of Kemuel, led the Levites. Zadok led the descendants of Aaron. Elihu, a brother of David, led Judah. Omri, son of Michael, led Issachar. Ishmaiah, son of Obadiah, led Zebulun. Jeremoth, son of Azrael, led Naphtali. Hoshea, son of Azaziah, led the Ephraimites. Joel, son of Padeah, led the half-tribe of Manasseh. Iddo, son of Zechariah, led the half-tribe of Manasseh in Gilead. Jeasiel, son of Abner, led Benjamin. Azarel, son of Jeroham, led Dan. These were the commanders of the Israelite tribes. David did not count the males twenty years old and under, for the Lord had promised to make Israel as numerous as the stars in the sky. Joab, son of Zeruiah, started to count the men but did not finish. God was angry with Israel because of this, so the number was not recorded in the scroll called the Annals of King David. Asmaveth, son of Adiel, was in charge of the king's storehouses. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the storehouses in the field, in the cities, in the towns, and in the towers. Ezri, son of Kelub, was in charge of the field workers who farmed the land. Shimei, the Ramathite, was in charge of the vineyards. Zabdi, the Shifmite, was in charge of the wine stored in the vineyards. Baal-Hanan, the Gedarite, was in charge of the olive and sycamore trees in the foothills. Joash was in charge of the storehouses of olive oil. Shitrai, the Sharonite, was in charge of the cattle grazing at Sharon. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was in charge of the cattle in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jediah, the Miranathite, was in charge of the donkeys. Jazes, the Hagrite, was in charge of the sheep. All these were the officials in charge of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a wise advisor and scribe. Jehiel, son of Hakmonai, cared for the king's sons. Ahithophel was the king's advisor. Hushai, the archite, was the king's confidant. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benaiah, and by Abiathar. Joab was the commanding general of the king's army. First Chronicles chapter 28 David assembled in Jerusalem all the officials of Israel, including the commanders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions that served the king, the commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, the officials who were in charge of all the property and livestock of the king and his sons, the eunuchs and the warriors, including the most skilled of them. David rose to his feet and said, Listen to me, my brothers and my people. I wanted to build a temple where the Ark of the Lord's Covenant could be placed as a footstool for our God. I have made the preparations for building it, But God said to me, You must not build a temple to honor me, for you are a warrior and have spilled blood. The Lord God of Israel chose me out of my father's entire family to become king over Israel and have a permanent dynasty. Indeed, he chose Judah as leader and my father's family within Judah, and then he picked me out from among my father's sons and made me king over all Israel. From all the many sons the Lord has given me, He chose Solomon, my son, to rule on his behalf over Israel. He said to me, Solomon, your son, is the one who will build my temple and my courts, for I have chosen him to become my son, and I will become his father. 
I will establish his kingdom permanently if he remains committed to obeying my commands and regulations as you are doing this day. So now, in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, and in the hearing of our God, I say this, carefully observe all the commands of the Lord your God, so that you may possess this good land and may leave it as a permanent inheritance for your children after you. And you, Solomon my son, obey the God of your father and serve him with a submissive attitude and a willing spirit. For the Lord examines all minds and understands every motive of one's thoughts. If you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you abandon him, he will reject you permanently. Realize now that the Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do it. David gave to his son Solomon the blueprints for the temple porch, its buildings, its treasuries, its upper areas, its inner rooms, and the room for atonement. He gave him the blueprints of all he envisioned for the courts of the Lord's temple, all the surrounding rooms, the storehouses of God's temple, and the storehouses for the holy items. He gave him the regulations for the divisions of priests and Levites, for all the assigned responsibilities within the Lord's temple, and for all the items used in the service of the Lord's temple. He gave him the prescribed weight for all the gold items to be used in various types of service in the Lord's temple, for all the silver items to be used in various types of service, for the gold lampstands and their gold lamps, including the weight of each lampstand and its lamps, for the silver lampstands, including the weight of each lampstand and its lamps, according to the prescribed use of each lampstand, for the gold used in the display tables, including the amount to be used in each table, for the silver to be used in the silver tables, for the pure gold used for the meat forks, bowls, and jars, for the small gold bowls, including the weight for each bowl, for the small silver bowls, including the weight for each bowl, and for the refined gold of the incense altar. He gave him the blueprint for the seat of the gold cherubim that spread their wings and provide shelter for the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. David said, All this I put in writing as the Lord directed me and gave me insight regarding the details of the blueprints. David said to his son Solomon, Be strong and brave. Do it. Don't be afraid and don't panic. For the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not leave you or abandon you before all the work for the service of the Lord's temple is finished. Here are the divisions of the priests and Levites, who will perform all the service of God's temple. All the willing and skilled men are ready to assist you in all the work and perform their service. The officials and all the people are ready to follow your instructions. Chronicles chapter 29. King David said to the entire assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is just an inexperienced young man, and the task is great, for this palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. So I have made every effort to provide what is needed for the temple of my God, including the gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, as well as a large amount of onyx, settings for antimony and other stones, all kinds of precious stones and alabaster. Now, to show my commitment to the temple of my God, I donate my personal treasure of gold and silver to the temple of my God, in addition to all that I have already supplied for this holy temple. This includes 3,000 talents of gold from Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver 
for overlaying the walls of the buildings, for gold and silver items, and for all the work of the craftsmen. Who else wants to contribute to the Lord today? The leaders of the families, the leaders of the Israelite tribes, the commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, and the supervisors of the king's work contributed willingly. They donated for the service of God's temple 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. All who possessed precious stones donated them to the treasury of the Lord's temple, which was under the supervision of Jehiel the Gershonite. The people were delighted with their donations, for they contributed to the Lord with a willing attitude. King David was also very happy. David praised the Lord before the entire assembly. O Lord God of our father Israel, you deserve praise forevermore. O Lord, you are great, mighty, majestic, magnificent, glorious, and sovereign over all the sky and earth. You, Lord, have dominion and exalt yourself as the ruler of all. You are the source of wealth and honor. You rule over all. You possess strength and might to magnify and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your majestic name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be in a position to contribute this much? Indeed, everything comes from you, and we have simply given back to you what is yours. For we are resident foreigners and temporary settlers in your presence, as all our ancestors were. Our days are like a shadow on the earth without security. O Lord our God, all this wealth, which we have collected to build a temple for you, to honor your holy name, comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine thoughts and are pleased with integrity. With pure motives, I contribute all this. And now I look with joy as your people who have gathered here contribute to you. O Lord God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, always maintain these motives of your people and keep them devoted to you. Make my son Solomon willing to obey your commands, rules, and regulations, and to complete building the palace for which I have made preparations. David told the entire assembly, Praise the Lord your God, so the entire assembly praised the Lord God of their ancestors. They bowed down and stretched out flat on the ground before the Lord and the king. The next day they made sacrifices and offered burnt sacrifices to the Lord, 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, 1,000 lambs, along with their accompanying drink offerings and many other sacrifices for all Israel. They held a feast before the Lord that day and celebrated then they designated Solomon, David's son, as king a second time. Before the Lord, they anointed him as ruler and Zadok as priest. Solomon sat on the Lord's throne as king in place of his father David. He was successful, and all Israel was loyal to him. All the officers and warriors, as well as all of King David's sons, pledged their allegiance to King Solomon. The Lord greatly magnified Solomon before all Israel, and bestowed on him greater majesty than any king of Israel before him. David, son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. He reigned over Israel forty years. He reigned in Hebron seven years, and in Jerusalem thirty-three years. He died at a good old age, having enjoyed long life, wealth, and honor. His son Solomon succeeded him. 
King David's accomplishments, from start to finish, are recorded in the annals of Samuel the prophet, the annals of Nathan the prophet, and the annals of Gad the prophet. Recorded there are all the facts about his reign and accomplishments, and an account of the events that involved him, Israel, and all the neighboring kingdoms.